Welcome to MIA 2K, your ticket from Miami to Seoul. We're Kathy and Laura, and we're so happy you could join us today. You probably know us from, just kidding, you don't know us yet. We're just two Miami girls with obsessive fandom tendencies who fell into the inescapable void of Korean entertainment. And we're here to share our insights and spill all the tea only grown fans like us can enjoy. We've done all the research and acclimating so you don't have to. Before we begin, please make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you love visuals like us, you can watch us on our YouTube channel. We drop episodes with our hot and sunny takes every week. Hello, everyone. So we're doing a quickie episode today to recap the most important points in the history of BTS and the Grammys. The show is literally still going on, but we turned it off after what happened and uh, we're just gonna jump in and start talking right away we'll share our thoughts on the road to this year's nomination their performance their fits and their presence in the show as a whole yeah so really quickly just the history of bts with the grammys it's actually a four-year relationship at this point maybe five <laughs> depending on where you start counting so it's their fourth time attending, third in person, because technically last year they performed from Korea, even though they were invited. But in 2019, they came as presenters. In 2020, they performed as features of Lil Nas X for Old Town Road with Soul Town Road. In 2021, they performed from South Korea again, because, you know, the pandemic and everything. So they were uh, performing from home. So this year is their actual official first time having their own stage to themselves, their own performance that they own. So... And then what I said about maybe fifth time or fifth year long relationship, depending on where you start counting, is because the first time that we heard them talking about wanting to be at the, on the Grammys was in 2018, uh, because after they started going to the billboards or being part of considered for billboard parts, they asked the members, you know, what's your next want or in, in your in your wish list? And Yungi said, maybe, maybe Grammys, all shy. Uh, and then the next year, they were already there for presenters. So what Yungi wants, Yungi gets. That's just the moral of the story on the history with the Grammys. So we actually did a full write-up. It's going to be up on the blog. So you can really get the whole backstory about how this came to be, why ARMY was super angry last year all the things that have gone down from the beginning of this history between the BTS and the Grammys until now. So just uh, head to our Instagram where you can check our link tree in our bio and you'll find the link to our blog from there and you'll see the post. So go read up all that stuff, but we'll just give you a little quick summary of what went down for those of you that don't want to read. Yeah, so we're basically going to talk about last year, the 2021 whole ass mess that was... <laughs> BTS at the Grammys. Basically, a quick summary is they got used and abused for clout. Their category got moved out of the main show two days before, and they couldn't stop saying, and up next, BTS. Like every two seconds, it was up next, BTS. And obviously, because they wanted to keep everybody watching, put them to perform second to last. Yeah, the the whole rigor mortis of it all for me <laughs> is or, or like you know the pain points for all of army are all those things and you know going into more detail into each of them but for me personally I'm the type of person that I get really invested into like 
the amount of money and time that gets spent into producing things. And BTS and the agency went all out for the Grammys last year because they couldn't come. They literally built a set that was that looked just like the Grammy set within like three weeks. And that thing was humongous. It was like this huge gramophone and whatever. They made the set. The company really wanted BTS to get like the same experience. They wanted them to have the opportunity to feel like they were with everyone else. Pardon, which they couldn't do in person. So it was just so much invested into this. The whole like the little red carpet for them. The room where they were going to like find out whether they got the award or not. The fact that it was like, I don't know, 3 a.m. for them when the award finally got announced. They were exhausted, all dressed up in Louis Vuitton for what? Like, for what? It was just devastating. Hey, so, they look good. We got. I mean, pictures. yeah, for us, clearly, but still. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was just the clout, the way they used them for clout. Like, I still think they got their money's worth in, in terms of, like, building the stage just because it gave them a new audience. Like, they're the most popular boy group in the world maybe the biggest pop band pop moment in the world. But there's still a lot of people that wouldn't give them a time of day if they're not introduced to them in a way that's right. palatable. It's so palatable. Sorry, guys. English isn't my first language. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it it, it 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 does help them when they get into these big award shows and people can see them. So in that sense, I don't think they like wasted money. It's just that the way they were super overhyped and like used for clout that just bothered me in general like it wasn't even that they lost it was just the way they were used yeah agree yeah so uh now let's talk about what happened yesterday and in the days leading up to this year's grammys yeah so for 2022 as we all know artists self-submit the categories that they want to be considered for for awards and in the case of bts for this year they submitted for seven categories they submitted for Best Pop Vocal Album, Engineered Non-Classical Album, Album of the Year, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Pop Duo Group Performance, and Best Music Video. Out of the seven submissions, the Academy said, we'll give you the same one that we gave you last year, which definitely rubbed me the wrong way. And the thing is, you know, last year when they, when they lost this category, again, like Laura said, we're not mad that they lost I think it made sense. The performance that Lady Gaga and Ariana did for Rain On Me was actually like mind-blowingly beautiful. It, it made sense. I, it was just kind of like, we want this for them because we know they want this so badly. And then they just like exploited them and made the whole thing entirely way too gross. So again, this year they self-submitted for seven categories. They only got one nomination. And in the Twitter discourse of the past couple of weeks, I've seen a lot of people that know a little bit more about the music industry behind the scenes. And from what I gather, it seems like the Academy doesn't really nominate people for songs that they don't write themselves. And in the case of Butter, obviously it's a fully English song. It's not something that all the members participated in writing as they do with like the rest of their portfolio, which is huge. And the other thing is, I think it just has to do with the classic popularity contest and the type of people that vote, they kind of tend to vote for their favorites or they just kind of stick to what they know. And this is like, yeah, this is cute. Let's bring them to like, you know, have our quota filled for diversity and showing things of the world, but not really for voting for them and putting them to win, especially when all the album related categories were for an album that's mostly in Korean. So that was never going to fly. 
Yeah, I don't even think this is like a Grammy problem. I think this is a U.S. problem. Like even the Hispanic and, and Latino artists, like their music is in Spanish. In the U.S., the Hispanic and Latino community is one of the biggest minorities mm -hmm. in the country. It is the biggest minority, I think. And we're still being nominated or they're still being nominated in, in just the Latin categories, most of them. So it's kind of like if they can't even nominate Latin artists that are singing in Spanish where people hear it almost every day of their lives in the U.S., then how are they going to even think of nominating an album that's all in Korean? You know, like yeah. it just it's a problem in the country. It's not so much just the Grammys, you know? Yeah. The only thing is, you know, for us living in Miami, at least we got the Latin Grammys. So they kind of did a, a spinoff for us. So at this point, I'm just waiting for the K Grammys, you know, just give them to us. They, they said, we can add you to the main ones, but like, here, have have this. Right. Moving <laughs> on, because a little bit of bitterness right now, but not, not so much, just a little. The boys arrived quite early to the red carpet, and so it's time to dive into their looks. And we knew it was going to be a hashtag LV and LV moment, Louis Vuitton in Las Vegas. But we all have thoughts regarding what they wore on the red carpet. So number one, Laura came up with this sentence months ago when we first got into bts and then i just took it over about sugar inventing white because that man just looks way too good in white and he did he invented white and then today he showed up with jet black hair and that white suit from head to toe looking like a whole ass groom like a whole ass angel like a whole ass orchestra director and i was so here for it i was obsessed with that i also was It was cute that uh, Hobie was the other one that was wearing white because like Sophie forever, you know, the they'll never disband. They're like the best duo ever. I love the Busan boys in blue. It was really cute. Cookie looked amazing. I loved his jacket, the way that it was just like kind of open with the silk shirt under. It was just all the perfect tones for him. There was also the I think E is the one that does like this yeah. slow-mo camera. So this is more getting into like the spoiler territory. So for that slow-mo camera thing, you know, they tell you just like to pose really quickly and they all kind of pose like secret agents, kind of giving a spoiler to what was to come, but we had no idea. And also in the, in the interviews that they did while walking the carpet, they were asking them like, what can we expect from the show today? And Sugar goes, top secret, top secret, which is something that he says, you know, a lot. He said it before. So again, we didn't think anything of it, but they were totally spoiling what they were about to do. So I live, I live for that. I posted this story on our Instagram, asking everybody on their thoughts on their outfits. Kathy kind of clowned me because she's like, nobody's going to vote now. And she was right to clown me. 88% of people voted that they look great. Yeah. I am. And that 12% that thought it could be better. Like, I, I mean, I think ever since they became uh, Louis Vuitton ambassadors, I think their outfits have gotten kind of like safe in a way. And some of them have been really great. But like today's, it was fine, but it wasn't anything like, oh, my God, wow. I think, for example, RM should not have been in that brown. The way the color of his hair and the color of the suit It just didn't go well together. He should have been in blue. J-Hope should have been in brown and purple because he's more like V, a little more avant-garde, a little bit more like out of the box with his fashion. Jimin should have been in white because sugar Jimin, it just makes sense. And it's my thoughts on that. And well, no, 
Jen looked great because <laughs> and Jen I'm was really cute hiding the the cast like yeah. during the pictures. Oh. I'm surprised they didn't make him like a matching khaki cover for the cast. Yeah, kind of like what they did for the show because yeah, like they had him in yeah. the black. I don't know. Yeah, but he was still so cute. Now let's talk about the best part of the night, which is the performance. I'll jump in here. So <laughs> the concept on the surface was just kind of like spies slash secret agents in a heist for art. So like very Oceans 7 because it's seven of them. That's kind of like the yeah. overall concept. If you dig deeper and for like the army that are like hardcore and get into this stuff, they actually, so at the beginning of the performance or once they lifted the back of the stage, we could see a screen that had some artwork showcase in the back, which was presumably what needed to be stolen. And then the artwork starts disappearing slowly. And then it goes into like a scene where they're all like dancing through lasers, like security lasers, as we see in movies a lot. And then right after that, oh, the screen goes into like these doodles and then these pictures start popping up and they're pictures from the the most beautiful moment in life era, the H-Y-Y-H that I cannot pronounce, will not attempt to pronounce the actual name of it because those are Chinese words. So that's that's actually like an added layer of difficulty for me. But yeah, so basically from those videos, the like I need you, the runtime, like all the videos that were linked to the uh, BTS alternate universe, that kind of era and those pictures were what popped up which was this I think this message of like the art that is being protected is the one that got them through the hardest time or the one that represents the hardest time that they had in their careers so that was a really beautiful nod to ARMY honestly. If I can interject here when Kathy told me this theory I was like the fuck this is amazing I would have never thought of this like my god I was just amazed. I was like, you need to share this with everybody. The thing is, I mean, it's not me. Like, we're just like all watching and, and uh, you know, Twitter go, goes crazy also at the same time. So it's it, everybody started picking up little parts here and there. Uh, but the funny thing is, like, I don't remember if it was like right after the permission to dance on Soul concert or something where like the in fake love when the flower would like be open one day and close on the other one after fake love or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I talked to you about this, but it was like a thing on Twitter. Again, me and Twitter. The whole fandom was just like talking about how this is all linked. Like they still give us content that is linked to their universe, even though we're not seeing a lot of it. And I think RM was kind of, I think on Weavers, there was like a fan that was talking about still the most beautiful woman in life. And RM was like, you need to let it go. And then today they're like, never mind. So uh, all men do is lie. All RM does is lie. He says, I'm never going to have pink hair again. And then boom, pink hair. He says, let the most beautiful woman in life go. And then here it is. So life lesson to all of us. Never listen to RM. So that was the concept of the show. In terms of the outfits, their black on black was delicious. It was everything. That's how they should have shown up to the like award show. I understand it's a little safe because it's black, but they just look so good. They look so sexy. They just look so good. Like they look Jimin so sexy. Jimin and those sunglasses. Are you kidding me? He's sitting there. A Trevor Noah came over to them and Jimin was just sitting there just looking scrum delicious and just being my bias wrecker every day. Yeah, I, I wanted to say really quickly, I think I mentioned this to everyone that I want them to get into BTS. BTS's performance at the 2019 Mellon Music Awards. They had 37 minutes and eight seconds of greatness. <laughs> I think I watched that video weekly, if not 
like multiple times during the week because it's such a fucking work of art like they Mm -hmm. literally covered their whole discography at that point they had group moments they had solo moments they were nonstop. the amount of people that were on stage the production like that that stage and that whole showcase that's how you do awards after I saw that now I watch like western shows and I'm like this you're gonna have a color changing screen in the behind you and you're gonna call it a show J Balvin it's very that their capability when given the time is superior so if you haven't watched that we'll link that in the description everywhere because you have to it's like army education so I knew that they were going to come with a showmanship approach because it's the Grammys so you know Cookie coming down in the euphoria (laughs) like thingy and Jin with his whole security setup like they just they they gave what they had to give those little moments were great everything they do they put a lot of thought into it I mean obviously they did the whole thing for army and the performance shows that they're not lazy and you can tell they're not lazy they always try to come up with something new something nice something for army I also think doing like a 180 or like a little bit deviation Jin wasn't participating in most of the dance I'm guessing because of his finger which I'm pretty sure he was very happy about because the laser part looked like it was not that easy that jacket swap did not look easy like I'm pretty sure he was pretty happy just being on the side being a super secret agent like can I say that jacket swap is going to blow my mind for the rest of my life like this is what I think I know that they've been rehearsing for this for a while but you know, I, we know BTS and we know that they like to rehearse and rehearse and rehearse until they die. So the fact that the seven of them weren't together until yesterday to rehearse it here on that stage and that they still were able to pull that off. is just absolutely mind blowing to me. Like I, I cannot praise them enough. I still don't get it. Like, I still don't get how it worked or how like they were able to do that. And it like, tangle and untangle and then like yeah I I, my mind is still not like I can't even put on pants right like I can't even put on pants right the way no it's no no they're freaking wizards they're wizards it is it is that was truly I think the highlight of the performance also I was a little bit surprised at the very beginning the little segment between V and Olivia Rodrigo I was not expecting that at all I mean he kind of gave us a preview because during the red carpet, they asked them who they wanted to collaborate with. And V said, Olivia. Yeah. So that might have been a nod to like that little segment. I feel like they tried to spoil a lot and we had no idea what was going on. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I thought it was pretty cute. And honestly, she, she's 19 and she kept her cool with V looking at her like that. So like, good for her, honestly, like good for you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just hope they don't get too much flack for doing that. They're almost 30 guys. Some of them let them live. Let them live. Oh, yeah. And then they, they got a standing ovation as they should have. And also, I'm hereby officially pitching for an official Men in Black remake, but it's BTS. Thank you. Except they're acting is like i don't need them to do that much they can just look sexy and kill aliens i'm sure jungkook will be <laughs> okay, thrilled okay okay, okay, okay. they had they had pretty good acting for the uh, coldplay my universe video where they had like cgi green screen aliens like everybody was canceling j-hope for having an alien girlfriend when the man was like flirting <laughs> with a green screen so i think we can pull this off okay okay you're right you're right you're right 
not asking it's, for Oscar, you know, worthy acting, just regular. <laughs> I'm, I'm backing you then. I'm backing you up. Okay. And finally, the moment we all came to watch the nomination, ARMY wasn't clear on whether they were going to show it during the pre-ceremony or at the show until the pre-ceremony started and we saw the program and we saw that the category wasn't included. So we knew that they were going to show it during the main broadcast. And then once the main broadcast started, we saw like the whole thing. And then we saw that they had put them towards the end of the night because of course they want to keep army watching the whole time just to break our hearts in the end. However, I do appreciate that after they performed and they went on at 837, which is literally 37 minutes after the show Show started. started. They never mentioned them again. They only mentioned them while, you know, in the commercial breaks between the start and when they started to like when they performed. They did it right. Yeah, they didn't like leech off of them. Yeah, yeah. They had the one moment with Trevor and that was it. Yeah, it felt like it was a very normal, like a very normal attendance to a to a show in a sense. Like uh, Trevor did Trevor Noah did make like a couple of remarks at the beginning, but he made them about everybody. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure he also claimed RM as his bias. Um, Get in line, sir. (laughs) Get in line. Honestly, even though the outcome wasn't what we wanted as ARMY, it still felt like a more normal show for them than last year's whole ass mess. Yeah, I think like last year, the stakes were really high. Again, the whole production that they did from over there, it was just a lot. And it was their first one. So the buildup was, I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain. The first one always hurts the most. The first breakup always hurts the most. So I think, I think last year's whole ambiance was just really tense. This year, they're in the room. I mean, we should say clearly, BTS did not win the category. The winners were Doja Cat and SZA. Congratulations to them. A couple of weeks or days uh, ago, I started seeing the discourse on Twitter again about predictions and what we thought and people were talking about how the strongest candidates for winning were them Doja Cat and SZA because I mean that song was just a hit so across the board they had a higher likelihood of winning so good for them they you know we could see Doja Cat was genuinely touched she barely even made it to the stage because (laughs) she was peeing so uh really happy for them for having won and with the members They'll be fine. They'll go to the after parties. They'll get over it much easier than last year. And they'll have a good time regardless. So I, I think we're fine. They're fine. Everybody's fine. Because they're also not in a room by themselves at 3 a.m. in Korea. Like here, they can drown their sorrows by going up partying. And, and they were Vegas. already on that like track <laughs> because when Trevor sat down with them, like V was drinking and V's not even one to be like drinking that much. So I can only imagine how the rest of them were taking it. So. Yeah. And, and, and I, th- I also wanted to note that they didn't really put the cameras on them that often. They did it a couple of times, but not not very often. I feel like the AMAs actually abused and used them more. I mean, even though they did win Artist of the Year, but like they abused and used them more than the Grammys this time around. So I, I'm guessing they learned. I don't know. I think the whole I don't know if it's like the whole Grammys like this year, they just like they didn't want to get the scamming treatment again. So they kind of really learned from their mistakes that everybody else has made. So in general, they just didn't pan to the audience that much. They kept to showing the artists that were performing, which makes sense. Like, Honestly. yeah, we all want to see people perf- like, you know, having fun, but 
usually they just keep focusing on the one person focus on someone really really like intensely and it's so annoying at least they didn't do it to them in this sense and the few times that they were kind of in in shot like I think after when Doja and Sisa were speaking they focused on the boys and we saw J-Hope V and Cookie I think and they look fine like they were just like paying attention to the speech and stuff so Again, the the Grammys did it better this year. So they learned from the trashing that they got last year, which they got so deservedly. So, yeah. And and this may be a hot take, but honestly, Butter isn't their best song. And if anything, I would have been more annoyed if they had been nominated for B and not one, because I thought that album was really good. And it had substance. It had really great songs going from like all ranges of like emotions from like super upbeat to like really melancholic and like um, thoughtful. So I would have been more annoyed if B hadn't won. So hopefully they're and you know what else going back to their performance? I wish they would have done a mashup of songs like a lot of artists did mashups. And I mean, I know Butter was the song that they were nominated for. And it's, I think, even bigger than Dynamite at this point. But at the same time, like, I wish they could have been like, oh, here, Grammys. Fuck you. I'm going to perform half of my set or almost all of my set in Korean. Like, that would have been a really nice touch. Yeah. I wish that they had done something more too, because we also got like teasing from like the dancers from in the lab that were performing with them that they said they were commenting and they were like, can't wait to be on stage. So like all of ARMY spiraled from like 5 p.m. till the showtime, thinking that they were going to do on and just other things. Like there were a lot of songs that they could have brought into the fold. So it's a shame that we only saw Butter uh or not we because obviously we whatever they want to do if they want to sing the national anthem i'm here for it but just like you know showcasing more of their work would have been cool especially knowing that the western audience isn't as used to it so like if they had brought the black swan performance in a condensed version oh my god i mean i know we've seen it a million times but like other people outside of k-pop and army need to see it yeah and that's a fact not an opinion they, they did an incredible production today. It was awesome yeah. to watch. It was sexy. It was delicious. Everybody stood up for them, which was the right thing to do. And the performance came out amazing. So uh, no regrets, just things here and there that we wish could be a little just bit nice. different. Just so, just so that they would get the praise that they deserve even more. Mm-hmm. That's it. And again, I know nothing of nothing. <laughs> it's fine. My opinion doesn't we matter. know nothing. We're just talking <laughs> shit all the time. Honestly. And uh, <laughs> losing our minds on WhatsApp with each other. And then we also bring it to the gram sometimes. If we didn't mention earlier, by the way, our Instagram handle is at MIA2K podcast so that you can find us there and look for our bio and the links to listen, find us, watch us, join on the social real-time tea and all the things with us. We post pretty regularly, almost every day and um, not for anything, but they're great posts. So... <laughs> They are. Laura works very, very hard on designing these posts. So I 100% give her her flowers on this. And we just have all the fun on social. So come join us. And I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Look forward to our episode of this week. 
our normal scheduled episode. The next episode that's coming up is actually really important. And we moved it because the Grammys is relevant for 24 hours and then it's over. So just, yeah, definitely stay tuned. Turn your notifications on and wait till the next episode because it's a really good one. But we had to, we had to, we had to give the Grammys on BTS their space for today. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. Boraje Army, we're fine. We're going to be fine. BTS will win. Yoongi will get what he wants at some point. And that's it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the MIA2K podcast. We have lots of great content coming up ahead. So please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you enjoyed our episodes, please rate us five stars. And for the real-time tea, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook by searching for at MIA2K Podcast. Dale! Bye!